Hello and welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. And this week uh, we decided to try something new. So we decided news is getting kind of old because it's the same shit every week. Yeah. Right? Uh, you you kind of came to that conclusion yeah. and I agree. Right. <laughs> it's recycling the same points. We kind of shared our opinions on a lot of that. Yeah, pretty so much. Something I new. Think, I think we have talked mostly about. Pretty much everything that's been in the news we've had a conversation at some point. Yeah. Because I was saying, did we do police brutality? But we were talking about the oh, yeah. pool party. Oh, yeah. We've, we've covered yeah. that plenty. Um, yeah, for sure. So it's just like that one. Yeah. It's just like... So, like, if there's something new that comes up where we're like, yeah, we have something to say on this. We'll, right. We'll cover it. But, like, right now we're a little low on that. So This <laughs> is a fucking rerun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like I, I know that, you know, not everybody listens to, like, everything, every episode of our show or anything. But still, you know, you start to feel like a broken record, you know? Oh, yeah. And, like, what what more can you say about some of the shit that, like, yeah. is being, that's what's happening, you know? It's just, like, it's kind of, like, blatantly obvious. Yeah. And, yeah. And crazy. Yeah. And yeah. then with movies, we established last week, your faith in movies is dead. It's, it's dead. Gone. It's dead for right now. So, like, unless there's something really, really exciting, you know? Yeah. And, and, like, that's always a tricky thing where if, like, one of us sees a movie but not the other, then it's, like, a one-sided conversation. And, right. And movies are expensive as shit out here, too. It's, like, right. $15 if you go to the Arclight to see something. I know. And yeah. And fuck all that. Yeah. Because motherfuckers are broke these days, audience. <laughs> yeah. It's it's tough. So uh, so this week we decided to try something new. Yeah. Where uh, we, we both still watch a lot of TV or like a lot of different TV shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, we figured we'd look at some of the shows that one of us watches and not the other and try to, like, introduce each other to things or, like, pick an episode that's a good example of why you like a particular show and share it. Yeah. So uh, this week we we covered... Um, uh, well, you shared Sons of Anarchy with me, mm-hmm. and I shared uh, Nathan for you with you. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to all that. But before we get into it, we decided to have a little fun. And uh, there's there's a quiz that's been floating around the internet in which uh, we try to, or the person tries to guess whether a quote is coming from Donald Trump um, or Frank Reynolds of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And, like, you look, at least I looked at this quiz and I'm like, oh, this is going to be stupid. Like, it's going to be obvious shit. But it's incredibly difficult. <laughs> like, like some of them I can get because I've seen the episodes of Always Sunny in question. Oh, my but, God. But it's very, very hard. Yeah. And I think it will be even harder for me because I've seen, I've seen every episode at least once. Yeah. But, I, I mean, there's very few episodes I've watched twice. Yeah. Because um, I just got into It's Always Sunny maybe a year or two ago. Yeah. And then me and Mitch, my old roommate, just binged watching it while smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> it's, and, uh, <laughs> it's a great show, though. It's fucking fantastic. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the episode that he sold me on was uh, the one where his uh, wife dies. Oh, and, yeah. Or, no, or uh, it's Frank's the one where, he, dies? where they have an or intervention the because he's all, like, he's drinking too oh, much. Oh, okay. That one's He's like, I'm going to roast this bone. <laughs> let's, let's fire up this bone and get weird with it. <laughs> and I, I love that one, too, because that's the wine in the cans episode <laughs> where they're all drinking wine out of cans. They're like, oh, was that Frank's idea? Yeah, you know, Frank needs help, but he's got a lot of great ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they keep coming then, back to that. And he tries to sleep with, like, his... Like his is, is brother's it, wife's daughter. Or yeah, something. yeah. Gail like, the snail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Uh, it, it's it's a great show. But uh, I've already taken this quiz, but Jason has not. So we're gonna do something where we're gonna read off the uh, quiz questions on the podcast. Jason will answer them. Uh, you'll have some time to play along with us since uh, it's not that hard. <laughs> and uh, I've got the answers up on my phone so that I can give feedback without revealing it all to Jason. Nice. So, so you want to get started? Let's get started. All right. Uh, the first one is there's nothing more threatening to a man than a woman who's smart and attractive. I'm going to go with Donald Trump. Okay. Actually, Frank Reynolds. Frank Reynolds. Case. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the fact that it could very well have been Donald Trump yeah. says something, right? Yeah, I was saying it because, you know, Miss USA. Exactly. Uh, kind of like that. Uh, that's where I was going with yeah. it. Yeah. That, that's a tricky one. Yeah. I agree. 
Um, so moving on, uh, number two, all the women flirted with me, consciously or unconsciously, that's to be expected. I'm pretty sure that's Donald Trump, I remember him saying that. Yes, that, that, that is Donald Trump. So. <laughs> Donald Trump and his hairpiece are unconsciously attractive to all women. Like, was Bill Cosby your wingman? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, like, uh, Christ. <laughs> like... <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? You're yeah. Shit whenever you're talking about women being unconsciously attracted to you or flirting with you, not not just attractive, but because flirting is like an active thing, you yeah. can't unconsciously flirt with someone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Donald Trump and the way he sees himself. Uh, so number three, when was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? That's got to be Donald Trump. That's Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah, because he's going to create jobs for America. <laughs> yes, yes. All about no. all about the jobs. Uh, yeah. The job creators yeah. and making sure that they have all the money in the world to create those jobs for positions they don't need. <laughs> so so uh, number four is nobody's eating anybody's babies. Frank Reynolds. That's right, yes. Frank Reynolds. That's even a little too crazy for Trump. That, yeah, that I was about to say, that's a little too ridiculous. And I know which episode that's from, too. Which it's, one's uh, that? The Million Dollar Baby spoof episode where D becomes like this, you know, boxer and takes all the testosterone and, <laughs> and drugs and stuff. And yes, sir, tells the other woman, I'm going to eat your babies. It's like, no, no, nobody's going to eat anybody's babies. <laughs> <laughs> so number five, uh, a certificate of live birth is not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination as a birth certificate. Oh, that's got to be Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. So... So far, ones that you can guess. Yeah. Ones that you could figure out uh, based on context. I think I've gotten four of the five. Yeah, all yeah. but that first one. And, uh, and even, yeah, the first one was a little tricky because, like yeah. you said, could be could be uh, Miss America. But, yeah. but the rest of them, you know, pretty good so far. This one's a little trickier. Laziness is a trait in the blacks. Frank Reynolds. That is Donald Trump. Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Not... No, Frank Reynolds didn't even say that. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, a little surprise there, right? Yeah. A little, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Donald Trump thing to Jesus say. Jesus Christ. So, uh, number seven, the concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. Fuck. Um... <laughs> uh, Frank Reynolds. Donald Trump. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's uh, insane. I mean, that was a guess, so I yeah. was like, I could see that, that yeah. would go in either way. Right. Because but, Trump talks a lot about business or, like, large-scale or, like, macroeconomy. Yeah. But he doesn't really know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, he's successful <laughs> enough, but he doesn't really know what he's talking about. Yeah, I He mean, reached the point in success where... He could just fail continually, and just yeah. with his fame, as long as he's out there, he will get money. Well, and then a lot of people don't realize, and a lot of people forget, is that that dude was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Well, of course he was. I mean, like... And he's like, gone bankrupt since then, and turned... Yeah, four... Did you say four, four something times? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was, like, two that were, like, really bad that could have affected him, uh-huh. but then, like, two of them that were just, like, his businesses went bankrupt. Right. So, like... He didn't really take a hit, but, like, a lot of people that invested with him took a yeah. huge hit. Yeah, he's pretty safe. He like, has, he's, he's a piece of shit. His old closet of golden parachutes <laughs> if he needs them. But, uh, yeah, so number eight, a woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus. Frank Reynolds. Uh, yes, that is. That's because that's a joke. Right. I and mean, Donald Trump doesn't know how he's, to tell jokes. Yeah, he's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's not funny at all. So the next one is... At least intentionally. No, no. I mean, you know. <laughs> so the next one, tiny children are not horses. Frank Reynolds? That is Donald Trump. I I have no comment. I have no idea what the context of that was. What is that even? Yeah, I was about to say, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so number 10, people are tired of these nice people. That's got to be Donald Trump. Yeah, it's Donald Trump. Yeah. That makes sense. Right? Yeah, I mean, just I being... can see that going Frank Reynolds too, though. A little That's bit, something he would say. maybe. I don't know though. You got because like, because you got talk about like, because like, is Donald Trump crazy or is he just like 
that narcissistic and like in in his own world. Because Frank Reynolds is out of his fucking mind, but in like a different way. You know sort what I mean? of. Like, you know but he's mean? also a successful business guy who yeah. just decides to slum it and is like this kind of racist, sexist jackass, yeah. too. Like, but like, it's like, because like Frank Reynolds has just decided to like throw, like almost throw it all away and say, fuck it. Yeah. Where Donald Trump's like kind of on this cloud nine of like, mm-hmm. I, I just know the universe. Yeah, I think. You know what I mean? His I like ego has like become a, it's like a fucking horror monster. I think there's an awareness with Frank Reynolds that Donald Trump doesn't have, where he's, like, embracing his trashiness. Like, he doesn't care. Donald Trump thinks that he's a decent person or that he's doing, like, he thinks that his opinions are palatable. He doesn't understand that he's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, number 11, that's the bad Korea. That's got to be Donald Trump. That was Frank Reynolds. That's Frank Reynolds. It's uh, from the gang solves the North Korea situation when a restaurant opens up that's Korean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he assumes they're North Korean because they're bad Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> so number 12, uh, free trade is terrible. Free trade can be wonderful if you have smart people, but we have stupid people. Donald Trump. As Donald Trump. And that surprises me a little bit because really? usually really, really rich people like love free market and espousing the benefits of the free market unchecked because they think that they got there from being great and not because they had money to begin with or like but yeah no yeah that is fair uh so number 13 the only kind of people i want counting my money are little short guys that wear yarmulkes every day frank reynolds Donald Trump. Damn it. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. I know, right? Like, like the only clue on that one is that it's not a particularly clever thing to say. <laughs> like, it's too on the nose. I guess, I don't know if you'd say racist or just... I mean, that's definitely anti-Semitic. Yes. Sure. It's too on the nose anti-Semitic to be a good joke. <laughs> that's fair. So, number 14... Uh, I'll tell you, it's big business. If there's one word to describe Atlantic City, it's big business. Or two words, big business. Frank Reynolds. Donald Trump. Jesus! <laughs> so, and that that's another one where, you know, I, I can see it. I, I Like, it's a joke about the stupidity of the character. Yeah. And, and you know, Frank Reynolds isn't, isn't that stupid. <laughs> he's crazy, kind of. He's a piece of trash, but he's, you know... <laughs> Donald Trump's just an idiot. Jesus. Okay. Uh, two dudes getting married. That doesn't seem very gay. Frank Reynolds? It's Frank Reynolds. Okay. Good job. Uh, Donald Trump would consider that pretty gay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but even so, I mean, that's that's tough because he said like that... Uh, because, like, when that one guy asked him, like, hey, Donald Trump, you've been married three times. Yeah, yeah. What's traditional about that? Well, they have a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, but he didn't change his mind. He's yeah, still anti-gay enough. marriage. He's just like, huh, I guess I am kind of a hypocrite. Next question. <laughs> right? Uh, so, number, number 16. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. It's got to be Donald Trump. That's yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you can read something that horribly sexist and be like, well, yeah, that's the guy running for president. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I love the fact that, like, probably the people that support him are the same people that got all pissed off that Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, definitely. It's like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hypocrisy. Right. Uh, <laughs> 17. I got my Magnum condoms. I got my wad of 100s. I'm ready to plow. That's got to be Frank Reynolds. Yeah, it's Frank yeah. Reynolds. That's too awesome a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so number 18. Just uh, because Magnum condoms, like, can't you <laughs> fit in those literally? <laughs> yeah. Like, your whole body, Danny DeVito? <laughs> can wear it as a hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, if the apocalypse happens, you can just hide in a magnum condom and you're good. <laughs> yeah. 18 is a, it's not your fault, sweetie. You're just not pretty enough. Oh, that's Frank Reynolds yep. talking to D. Yep. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I've, I've the sweetie that is, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, 19. Well, somebody's doing the raping. Who's doing the raping? Who's doing the raping? Donald Trump. Yep, Donald Trump. That's my favorite quote, maybe in, ever. In reference to Mexicans. Yes. Which is, uh, like, that's, 
<laughs> if you can make that quote worse. <laughs> oh, no, this is like that's bizarre because like the guy was like, you see, uh, those statistics you brought out had nothing to do with immigrants. It was just the people that were crossing over were getting raped. It has nothing to do. It's not. It's not saying that the Mexicans are doing it. Yeah, and he just goes, well, somebody's doing the raping, Don. <laughs> Touche, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it takes two to tango in that act, uh, but like, holy shit! The whole point of rape is that it's really one. To t- <laughs> it's, that's fair, but yeah, but, yeah, like, it, that is fair. It, it, he's insane. Yeah, uh, and and yeah, just be like, well, who's you know, there are a lot of rapists. Yeah, <laughs> they're not all like, illegal immigrants. But like that's that was an insane like, argument. Somebody's doing the raping. <laughs> <laughs> so number 20 uh, Did you notice that baby was crying and I didn't get angry? Not once Did you notice that? That baby was driving me crazy uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the episode where they go to that fancy restaurant So I'm gonna go Frank Reynolds It's Donald Trump actually That's Donald Trump? That's Donald Trump I was thinking it was that one where like They go to like a fancy restaurant and they just like totally blow like, <laughs> Yeah I think like uh, I forget They're the at D. different like tables and stuff Yeah Yeah I thought it was that episode. Nope. Uh, apparently, that is something Donald Trump said about baby. <laughs> that oh. yeah, he didn't get angry once, except for the part where he's complaining about a baby driving him crazy. <laughs> Number twenty-one. In life, you have to rely on the past, and that's called history. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Well right. done. <laughs> and you know, like that makes more sense than some of the stuff he said. Yeah. <laughs> Number twenty-two. I just see, I just can totally see his, like, so proud of himself moment. <laughs> that quote, like, he just cured cancer. He's like, like <laughs> that's history. The past. Right. Those are the same thing. <laughs> right. Like, like that's his, like, uh, like his don't ask what the, you, or what the country can do for you. Ask <laughs> what you can do for your country. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's just like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, number, uh. 22, sometimes your best investments are the ones you don't make. Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. I know, mean, fair enough. I Not that unreasonable a quote. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it, yeah. So, I, mean, like, some I these, guess... Some of these in the middle, you're like, ah, oh, they're running low on Donald Trump quotes to throw yeah. in here. I mean, that's a fair one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, 23, if life pushes you down, you've got to push back. Donald Trump. Frank Reynolds. Frank Reynolds. Yeah, you know... You know Frank Reynolds with some life advice thrown in with the other life advice from Donald Trump. Yeah. Because that just sounds like it. Because, like, he always talks about how, like, he made it through the fucking bootstraps and hard work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. No, you didn't. (laughs) No, not at all. You had it, like, handed to you. And, I mean, I guess, granted, you didn't piss it away. Good for you. Well, I mean, he did. uh, But, you know. Yeah, right, he did. He did did a few times. But in ways that hurt other people more than him. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) 24, one of the key problems today is that politics is such a disgrace. Good people don't go into government. Donald Trump. Yep. <laughs> Which, given current events, is hilarious. But Right. And uh, true. <laughs> but That's fair. 25, part of the beauty of me is that I'm very rich. Donald Trump. Yep. <laughs> Actually, Donald Trump. Uh, 26, it's all about image and marketing. There are no bands out there with any musical ability. That's gotta be Frank Reynolds. Yep, yeah. that's uh, it's from uh, D is dating a retarded person, which is an episode <laughs> where they start a band together. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't remember that one. That's the one with Dayman and Nightman the first time. Not the musical, but where they first write the Dayman and Nightman songs. I don't remember. You haven't seen that? I don't. Remember. I mean, I've seen. Oh. I've probably seen it, but I don't remember it. Oh man, Dayman Nightman. You've seen the Dayman musical episode, right? I mean, I can't remember it. I mean, are you sure you've seen the earlier seasons? Oh, is it like the first season? It's seasons. This these dating a retarded person in season three. It's like the first like two or three seasons I saw. I don't know. You might not have seen the earlier seasons. You should definitely watch season three sometime. Season yeah. three is great, and yeah. four is really good too. Uh, and two, I mean, they're, they're no, I've seen them. I've seen three because I remember because that's the one where they go to like the tailgate and like. That's true. Frank yeah. gets locked in yeah, the yeah. fucking bathroom. We've talked about that episode. Yeah. That's a great episode. Yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> he's just like, he's in the bathroom the whole time, but he's just like stepping in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
even his hallucination is so stupid and ridiculous that like it's believable that like he just went into the trailer and got locked in the bathroom but nope he's just been stepping around in garbage for the whole time <laughs> so uh all right, number 27. I try to learn from the past, but I plan for the future by focusing exclusively on the present. That's got to be Donald Trump. Yeah, that's too stupid for Frank Reynolds to say. Yeah. Uh, 28. The point is that you can't be too greedy. Frank Reynolds. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much his uh, modus operandi. That's how he... How he functions. <laughs> Greed is good, man. But he also has problems with the free market, so... I don't know. Weird. Yeah. At least that's what he says, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. I mean, what politician doesn't lie to us? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess technically he's not a politician yeah. yet, but he wants to be. There are some contradictions in this, huh? Yeah. Uh, number 29, animals should be food, rugs, and trophies. Frank Reynolds. Uh, yes. That is Frank Reynolds. Number 30... Uh, the 1990s sure aren't like the 1980s. Uh, ooh. Donald Trump? Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Because he went bank. He like went bankrupt in the 90s, so that's why. That's I true. Assume. Yeah. In and the like, 80s, it was all about doing if, cocaine and then throwing yeah, your money at things. Exactly. In the 90s, it didn't totally work that way. Every Republican yuppie loves the 80s. Let's <laughs> yeah. Be honest. Yep. Pretty much, and you know the twenty or the the two thousands come now when we kind of went back to that. All right. Uh, so number thirty one. I saw a report yesterday. There's so much oil all over the world. They don't know where to dump it. And Saudi Arabia says, "Oh, there's too much oil." Do you think are there are friends? They're not our friends. Frank Reynolds. That is Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, number thirty two. I don't know how many years I got left on this earth. I'm going to get real weird with it. Uh, Frank, Frank Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> it's got to... Yeah, I remember Getting that. weird with it one. is... Yeah. Uh, roast this bone. <laughs> <laughs> right. We were just talking about this. <laughs> it's great. So that that's the quiz. I don't, you got most of them, I would say. I got like 50. Yeah, I, I didn't keep track of the score. Uh, yeah. But pretty, I mean, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Some. But some, some hard ones on there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, I guess we can move on to the shows we watch. Yeah. Um, what should we start with? You, should we start with Sons of Anarchy? Should we start with Nathan for You? Very, very different shows that we shared this week. Oh, man. Up to you. All right. Uh, I'll start with Sons of Anarchy, okay. I guess. So, I, I, this is a show that I'm obviously familiar with. It's mm-hmm. been a pretty big hit show. Yeah. Uh, Last seven seasons, right? Seven seasons. And, uh, yeah, this is the first time I've ever, ever seen an episode, though. Yeah. And this was episode, what was it, five? Five of the first season, right? Yeah, I took a risk. I took a risk. Okay. It was, like, the first four episodes, like, I, I tell you the truth, I can't even really remember episode two or episode mm-hmm. four. I remember episode one and three yeah. for some reason. But, like, episode one, it's, it's real weird because, like, now watching it, now that I've seen the whole series and like watching these old episodes, it's kind of weird. Yeah. To think of it, but like, season one sets up season, f- like the last half of season three, and season four. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, they 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 kind of like talk about it here and there through like season one and season two, and then midway season three, they start talking about it a little bit more. Yeah. And, like, <coughs> and it slowly builds, slowly builds, and it's weird, but it doesn't really kick in until, like, season four. Yeah, and it, and I mentioned when we were watching it, like, that's very much the formula that they used for The Shield, which was the show Kurt Sutter wrote on before this, mm-hmm. where uh, it, you have these kind of standalone seasons and, uh, like, these arcs that end fairly abruptly, and then it gets to season five, actually, in that show, when everything comes back and yeah. is, like, really important. And it, that show, like, the last few seasons are just amazing. Like, yeah. it, because it, they've built up so much history to play on. But uh, I, guess, I guess I'll start, have you start with, like, why did you choose this episode, then? Because uh, it, uh, it's the start of, like, really giving my favorite character in the whole series mm-hmm. backstory. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because, like, the first four episodes, he's kind of in, kind of out of, like, the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And, you know, like, all they really say is that he just got out of prison. He just yeah. had a five-year pinch in the in the big house, if mm-hmm. you will. <laughs> and, 
And uh, so, and he's just kind of in, kind of out, and like you don't, and like he becomes a very pivotal character in that season, mm-hmm. especially season one, season two. He becomes a pretty big character as well. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of the drama goes through him. And, and what what's the character name again? Obi. Obi. Okay. And, and he becomes like a fan favorite. Yeah. So and he, a lot of most of the drama going through like at least the first two seasons mm-hmm. go through him. Like, yeah. He's like the foundation. Yeah. Of, it, uh, of a lot of it. Okay. And uh, so and he's a very interesting character. And and this this episode you said gave kind of a little bit of his backstory. Right? Kind of like it was almost like his like. So, deeper introduction. Yeah, so before now, they hadn't said why he was in jail, was mm-hmm. it? And this episode, you find out, it was kind of a... It was a... Was it a heist they had, or a yeah. robbery? And uh, Kyle, right, the other mm-hmm. guy, who was this getaway driver, just left him there, like, panicked and left, mm-hmm. and uh, Bodhi... Or, or, yeah, Obi. He, Obi, yeah. Obi, like... Uh, <laughs> like Ron Howard, Obi, <laughs> or no, that's Obi. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Obi. Okay, so he, uh, yeah, he got left behind, but he didn't, he didn't snitch because yeah. they're the sons of anarchy. They don't snitch on their own man, exactly. and, and uh, even if they hate them and are like, will burn off their back, which is what happened because <laughs> yeah. the guy kept his tattoo and yeah. they had to get rid of it. Oh yeah, because uh, he just got kicked out. Right, he, he, didn't he got get kicked arrested, out, so there was nothing to really rat. Right, right. But, they uh, just want nothing to do with him. Yeah, so. One of the things that I liked about this episode and was weird, but like, again, like I, I kind of like these weird like contradictions in shows and stuff, is that the main drama was over whether to invite this Kyle guy or to their family day, which is like it's like a big picnic that these like gangsters or the or not gangsters they are gangsters yeah. but they're bikers they're a yeah. biker gang mm-hmm. and so like all these guys and like you know their leather and their like biker jackets and stuff hanging out with a bunch of kids with squirt guns and like a picnic table and stuff and like that's funny to me yeah. just because all the, these guys are going around trying to be hard asses everywhere but they're still having fucking family fun day mm-hmm. and shit and like it, that that's that's interesting like that contradiction of like these guys because they talk a lot about their reputation too or uh, Kyle like the reason the guy hasn't gotten rid of the tattoo is because that's like that made him feel good you know it made him feel like he had respect everywhere he goes yeah. like people would look at him and and I'm, I'm just watching this thinking okay these guys live basically in the same place I live or like around that area like Reba and I lived in Chino Hills for a while and like they flat out talk about going to Chino and this being around like they're right in Orange County or I right here Orange County north. Are they? They, I think they so. mentioned Chino. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Well, I think that that was with the the prison they were at. I know. I I thought they mentioned going up there, not for a prison, but like for an actual Maybe. job. But because I'm pretty sure they're up more up north. Yeah. But um, okay. But like either way, it's like yeah, it's yeah. California, this bright area, and like when I see people in biker jackets, I don't think, oh man respect you know like they're all delusional like they're these people who think like they're so important this whole thing gives them status but they're like quabbling over nothing (laughs) like so like i don't really like the people themselves like i'm like these are all kind of shitty stupid people yeah but like the premise and the setting is interesting to me and and i think maybe and maybe that's where i uh where what you missed with like the maybe the first couple episodes, yeah, yeah. Um, is because because uh, it, it's re- the relationships between them are really cool as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the relationships between the other gangs because mm-hmm. uh, like there's a the the Niners which is the black gang, the Mayans which are the Mexican gang, yeah. the Triads which you saw. Yeah. The cool thing about them is that they're friends one minute and then they're enemies the next. Right, and shifting then, alliances yeah. and all that. And it's real. It's real cool. Just how they have to play, like kind of like very sneaky. Yeah, very sneaky. They shit. have to find ways to, or I assume they have to find ways to make situations seem beneficial to other gangs and like leverage that yeah. for their own purposes. Like mm-hmm. kind of like the end of this one where they hand over that the guy, the guy with CMD uh, chronic yeah. masturbation <laughs> disorder, which I, I'm pretty sure isn't a real thing, oh, yeah. but it's pretty funny. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they have to give him, or they give him over the triads because he lied to him about the money. Mm-hmm. Like it was all just counterfeit bills and shit. Yeah. So uh, like that was kind of a fun 
plot line. And like I liked that actor. Like I thought yeah, he did Jackie. a good yeah, like yeah, he did man. a great job of like it, like when he's not masturbating or not sexually but like you know feeling himself up in all these places like he's just like kind of talking really normally like he's got such a straight face on it like he's kind of moving up and down but he's like he's not acknowledging it at all because the character doesn't notice when he does it and like it's it's just a funny idea yeah. and uh, yeah, it was pretty well done but uh yeah yeah so Opie there's a little bit in this episode but there's not that much beyond like like he's kind of an archetype here. He's yeah. he's the are you in or are you out guy. Like yeah. as you know, it, it, uh, Jack says at one point to his wife, right? Like, well, he can't he can't be halfway. He's either in or he's out. Like, yeah. and then like that's a thing in so many gang things where it's like, man, he wants out, but can he get out? Right. And, it's Al Pacino. They keep coming. Yeah. They keep drawing. Ex- back exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like. Uh, but and then also just the idea of the guy who didn't snitch, who took one for the team, and he's the you know he's the good guy yeah. for him, and uh, which and that's why a lot of people like him, uh-huh. right? And well, like that, and that's why Kurt Sutter I think throws him through the ringer, yeah, because he he, get, he, he likes to hurt the, the audience, yeah. right? He throws him through the ringer, yeah, and uh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I and I and it, it gets a lot better, uh-huh. like his plot line gets a lot better when he because I mean he I, don't know, I think you understand yeah it. he does join get back in for yeah. money reasons because yeah. he can't make it on yeah. a 9 to 5 and it's a tragedy for him because yeah <laughs> well like and like well sh- she doesn't it's more of her than okay him. he wants back in 100% yeah already yeah but like she doesn't want it. she wants him out 100%. yeah so and uh, so his Storyline gets a lot better through. Uh huh. So I thought if anything was going to grab you, it'd probably be him. Okay. It's um, just a yeah. I can see where that's a difficult thing on a serialized show where yeah. a lot of it is his journey and like him doing that. And within one episode, like here, it's like we get a little bit of that, mm. but not really that much. Yeah. Like you, you figure out why he's yeah. out, but it's just sort of setting the table for what they want to do. Yeah, because like the first four episodes, like he does like odd jobs. At the biker shop, you know, like yeah, he fixes yeah. bikes. Right, he's there, he's, but he's not. yeah, yeah, he's not there at all. He's not even doing anything illegal. Yeah, and then like that's the first time that like he actually does something like that yeah, make, he, makes a turn. Like yeah, like although Jax is like he's not there at the end when they yeah, but he knows it. He yeah, knows he knows it's happening. happening. And he and he yeah, mm-hmm. and you know he wants that and like yeah, mm-hmm. um, he like. Pretty much sets, right. he, yeah. He's half in, yeah. as as I said earlier. But even so, like he know, like he, because like even when you're when you don't say anything or try to stop it, yeah, you're, you're kind of complicit then, yeah, right. So he's so. still watching fireworks with his family, but while he knows this dude's getting his back torn up or burnt up yeah. <laughs> for the tattoo, which you know, like honestly, dude. Just get the tattoo removed. <laughs> like, especially like, okay, if you're not gonna get your tattoo removed, maybe don't go to the gang company family picnic. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he fucked up. Yeah, he made two big mistakes. You know, yeah. like if you're gonna keep that, stay the hell away from the guys who you pissed off. Like, right. don't don't jump into the into the cage with them. Bad move. But yeah, I, I guess like. It was interesting enough, and, like, I really liked the premise. Yeah. So, like, you know, I might might watch it sometime. Uh, it's one that I've been given... I've given some consideration before already, because I hear, especially, like, around seasons, like, two or three or so, ever, people well, are like, yeah. those are really good. The first two, yeah, season two is really good. Yeah. With Henry Rollins as the white supremacist. Uh-huh. And, like, season one, people are like, eh, it's okay. But, like, I, I thought this was the a last half of season episode. one is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, I, like, I thought this one moved pretty... Like, it, it, it moved at a decent pace. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't feel like it was just, like, bogged down in, like, just plot... Ne- like, exposition or anything. Yeah. Like, they had scenes where there was exposition, but, like, they, they got through it pretty quick. They... It was all... It, it was pretty focused. Like, it was, it was a pretty decent episode of television. 
Uh, even if, you know, like, I haven't gotten the backstory and, like, it's just starting to set the stage for other things. So yeah. I might give it a shot sometime. Uh, I'm watching a lot more shows now than I was for most of the summer. Like, a lot of stuff just started. But, yeah, one of these days. Give it, I, I'd say I'd say good, good call. Okay. For sure. <laughs> so moving on, the one I chose for you was Nathan for You. Which uh, is a show that, like, I can get behind 100%, but <laughs> is about this comedian named Nathan Fielder, who uh, every, every episode goes to different businesses and offers them ideas that, like, sound relatively plausible, but are also insane. Yeah. Like, you can, you can see the logical track on a lot of them, but, like, they're also just completely ridiculous. Yeah. So this episode, yeah, um, I, I I did like this show a lot. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, uh, it reminded me. There's a show on Amazon where a guy was like, uh, uh, for, he's he's a dude from bored to death. Uh, he like he he lives like uh, like uh, what the fuck, what, Jason. I'm trying to think. He like he, he has like uh, like the he tries to live certain things like he'll oh review where, yeah review yeah review is great yeah i can't wait for the second season of that it reminded me a lot of that yeah you know just with like a different spin on it yeah except Nathan, for you they're all real people that yeah. he's fucking with and it's amazing yeah. but like review is great too or how yeah. much of that did you see i've only seen like a handful of episodes did you see so. the one where he gets divorced yeah yeah that, that's great yeah. <laughs> but but yeah uh so so, what do you 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 liked this one? Yeah. <laughs> so what what are some thoughts you had on Nathan for you? Or I guess we can well first we can go to the King of Sting since that's just the short little thing in yeah. this one. It's a uh, it's a caricature artist who isn't that successful, uh, you know, in Southern California. And Nathan suggests he rebrand as the King of Sting and do like really really offensive caricatures of people. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, it's interesting because you know just being a comic and like just knowing that like people, pe- it's a weird fine line that yeah. you got to dance with. Yeah, you got to be offensive but not too offensive. <laughs> right. You know, it's like like we want offensive, but the second you give it to us, we don't like you anymore. We want you to do offensive things, but not to our personal values. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, everybody gets offended about their own stuff. Right. But, exactly. Yeah. And, um, so that, that was interesting that, like, and then, like... For him to just jump so far over that yeah. line right away. And it seemed like the only guy that really had a problem with it, there was, like, one dude that had a problem with it. Other than that, everybody else was cool. Yeah. So, which, which was interesting. And um, I, yeah, I think it's a really interesting experiment, almost, because it, it, they're branding him that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you're going into that caricature knowing that this guy is going to really be mean. Like, yeah. that's your expectation. Yeah. It, it, it's like... Because the only guy, the, the guy, the first guy seemed a little pissed. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, a little. what do you do, like, hitchhiking? And like he's like, well, what a loser. And that, that was like the lamest one, yeah. too. Like, the other ones were way more offensive than yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, like, so part of it is, like, people already have the expectation of, is this going to be offensive? And then it is a novelty. Like, I don't think I don't think they expected on the show for it to be successful. I don't think they expected either of these segments to go in the direction that they went. Yeah. But yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Especially yeah. the other one. Especially we'll the other one. But I, I wonder, do, do you think he was genuinely offended when he, like when his character turned? Or you just think what, Nathan Fielder? Yeah. Oh, no, he's fucking with him. Yeah, that's what I was it, saying, too. That's pretty much his character. He okay. likes to... But he's just so dead. He's so dead. So it's, it's like it was hard to tell. That's why That's why the show works so well, though. Yeah. It's because he can say these ridiculous things and get people on and board. he's straight-faced. He's so straight-faced. Yeah. And, yeah, like... Like he can, he can do things like. Uh, that was the only time I was like, I was like, is he joking? Or I think he, I'm pretty sure he's joking, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. This is this is one of the only episodes where he kind of breaks a yeah. little, and, and it's at oh, the end. The, yeah, with the dude with the piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, there's no way you couldn't. Are you shitting me? <laughs> there's one other one. <laughs> Fuck it. We, we might watch that later just for the hell of it. But it's uh, with the ghost realtor. Where just completely impulsively, the realtor he's working with tells a particular story about her experience with a ghost 
that is amazing. <laughs> like, she says it offhand, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just throw this out there. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so the King of Sting works. Uh, you want to talk a little about the, the majority of this episode? The thing I like about this, about that idea, is because it's not that far off from dealing with customer service people. And rebates, Yeah, right? and rebates. That's and the whole like point that. of a rebate, is it's supposed to be inconvenient, so people won't do it. Yeah. Well, like, even, but even, like, it kind of reminded me more of, like, dealing with customer service people. Yeah. Than did with, like, rebates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, that's... Ten times the bigger pain in the dick than a rebate <laughs> yeah. is dealing with a customer service person. You know, uh, like and, and there's always some next step or something. Else oh yeah, think. it's 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 uh, they don't they don't know how to help you and they're sorry. That's what it. Let That's me what for you. It's because they don't have power. Yeah. They're they're not given the ability to do it. Yeah. Like it, their job is to listen. You know, oh, I'm so sorry, and then like yeah, kinda, and get yelled at. Yeah. Uh, they're they're the scapegoats for the company and their own incompetent yeah. practices. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's why I try really hard not to yell at them because I understand yeah, that. But it's so frustrating. But God damn it! God yeah, damn. yeah. Okay. I, I love that. That's still thing customer service that they tell people like just make sure you're sorry, empathize with them. It's like no, everybody's onto that shit. <laughs> like nobody uh, listens to I'm so sorry, and they're like, okay, right. I'm good now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me. I can tell it's not your job to say that. Like, yeah. I, and I've been there. Like, I've worked, uh, I've worked cable customer service, which yeah. is just horrible because yeah. it's just people bitching all day about all that. And but like, I would, I would do it so that I'm like, look, I really am sorry. It sucks. And, and like, yeah. can I go with it? And then like, like sometimes people would like I, the the people Comcast. You know, we were contracted for one thing. Because we're just a call center. So I work for some center where they have all sorts of different people working for different companies that just outsourced. And then it, the people who actually have to go out and do this shit, like, physically, are another company that's outsourced by Comcast. So, like, I have to hear about these tech people just fucking up over and over and over again. And, like, one person goes, or she she called, she's like, look, I... I had to be upstairs for something. I can't hear the doorbell from there. I put a sign up that said, you know, tech person, please come in. It's fine. And they must have just gone away because I passed my three-hour window now and no one's here. I'm like, I'm sorry. Our tech people, are they suck. <laughs> I was like, we contract a third party. I can't do anything about it. I wish I could. And like, she, she felt good about it because it's like someone actually listening and being like, yeah, that's stupid. I, I don't have the power to fix that. I was like, I could talk to my supervisor. He's not going to do shit. Yeah. He doesn't have any more power than I do. Like I, I told a few people that where they'd be like, can I talk to your supervisor? I'm like, look, I could try to get my supervisor 50% chances he's going to say no. The other 50% chances he's going to get on and he's going to say the same thing I've told to you. Like, I, I wish I could do more for you, but that's all it is. Because the supervisor is so incompetent there and they care even less. And, and, <laughs> like, you know, people are frustrated on that, but it's like, if I were on the other end of the line, I'd, I'd rather know, you know, that... Uh, right. Like, I'd rather someone be honest than just... <laughs> just say, I'm so sorry. Let me help that. Okay, we're not really going to do anything. Right. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, the, the premise of this rebate idea is uh, Nathan tells this person who's selling gas at, well, like, four seventy five at the time. It was what gas was really high. Yeah. He says, we're going to sell gas for $1.75, but with rebate. So they'll pay the full price, and then they have to get the rebate. And the only way to do the rebate is to go to, what, Mount Chilea? Yeah. At, at, which is, like, you know... I think they said, like, a 30-minute drive and then, like, a two-hour hike or something yeah. up to it and put it in that one drop box <laughs> so, with the idea that no one's ever going to do it. Yeah. Well, but, no, but it wasn't <laughs> even that. It had, like, the fine print. Right. And, so, like, that's that's the thing that really got me laughing is because, like, it's, it's kind of like the terms and conditions on the, like, whenever you're on with right. any Nobody internet website. It. Nobody's ever read that. Because it's fucking, like, 30 pages long or whatever. Yeah. And most of it's legalese that means nothing. And then the stuff that does matter, like, you have to dig through to find it. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's what he does. He has all this stuff on the receipt. And, like, 
they have to legally tell these people that that's the case. So, pe- but they don't have to tell them on the billboard. Yeah. Like they can come in and ask. So, like if cars lining up around the block just to get dollar <laughs> seventy five gas, and they don't know that they have to do this ridiculous rebate until they get into the store. <laughs> Which I don't get how they had such small rebates. Yeah, for people like uh, like one lady or like. <laughs> Dude, at like a ten dollar rebate. Yeah, yeah. When you're saving like three dollars a gallon, <laughs> what are you? The guy only got like three, three gallons. Three, four gallons. Three, four gallons. gallons. What are you driving a moped? Like what the fuck? Uh, yeah, and m- m- a lot of the people that say the, the smallest rebates, uh, the people who say the longest. So, <laughs> so we're getting ahead of ourselves though. So there are actually people who decide after hearing that they have to go to the top of a mountain to deposit <laughs> their rebate slip that they're gonna do it. And they they take him up on the offer of a shuttle to go do it, and <laughs> yeah, and then they they get up there. It's like two hours of a hike, and then he tells them, based on the fine print, that they have to answer some riddles, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of turns into like Survivor yeah. for a second, where yeah. like it, he's like, "Welcome, you know, there's a great history to this mountain and like all the reality TV show shit," and yeah. It, People start answering riddles. <laughs> yeah, I'd be done right then. I at suck that, at that point, you'd be like, I'm out. I'm awful. Like, especially if I had to get them right, I'd be like, I'm fucked. But, like, only one person had to answer it. So you could work together. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Because I, I would be, yeah, I would be sunk. Like, <laughs> I suck at riddles, man. Yeah, I'm not great at them either. So. But... But I, I, I guess, like, once you're in at that point, once you've spent, like, literally hours of your day doing it, you're probably, there's probably at least a little part of you that's like, fuck it, I'm getting my rebate, damn it. <laughs> right, it's just like, fuck this guy. But it still goes so far beyond that. Oh, yeah, they, I mean, for Christ's sake. The second that he would be like, hey, we're sleeping at 10, I'd be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you, fuck your rebate. So these people actually stay the night on this mountain <laughs> To get rebates for like $10 or $15. But it gets weird. Like it gets weird. Like first of all, anybody, because it, it dwindles down to three people who are willing yeah. to do it. Which was like originally it was like seven. Yeah, yeah. Seven. So most of them at one point were like, fuck this. Yeah, I got, no, I got shit. This is ridiculous. I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and you also have to keep in mind that there he is going around with a camera. Like with every one of his segments, all these people have signed on that they're on a reality show. Like, they know that this is something weird. Uh, like, at that point, it's not just a rebate. They probably... Part of it is fame or attention and stuff. But Maybe. but still, like, I, I do think that the three people who stayed are probably just really lonely people who don't have much going on in their lives. It was, yeah, it was, like, especially the dude. The dude oh, was, like, God. kind of a bummer. He <laughs> like, was so sad. Yeah. Well, he had arson charges against him, which he Oh, made. yeah, so he was probably kind of... Like, I was wondering, because he had, like, the fucking thing yeah, on his had, face. Yeah. He was... That was weird, too. Like, you don't know what's up with that guy. Yeah, it looked like a giant scar, which... Yeah. Fucking arson. <laughs> like, yeah. Like... <laughs> and he's really, really into alternative medicine. <laughs> alternative pee. medicine. Right, right. It's like, just, the drug companies don't want you to know. You know, yeah. you, you drink pee, that'll cure everything. Yeah. You just pull a Kevin Costner in Waterworld and cure. You don't even need, no, you don't even send, put it through the distillery. You just drink it, man. <laughs> Throw it back. It's sterile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if that was true, I'd be like, you know what, I had a good run. Yeah, I think <laughs> like I think I'll just stay sick for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they actually stay. And I, my favorite thing is that the next day when he's like, "Look, guys, there is no rebate. I lied." They're like, "I knew it." <laughs> like, like it really got to the point where they were just like, "I'm having a great experience with these people." Yeah, that like was, they're that so was lonely. That they're like, I met somebody, and fr- you're right, friendship was more important than the right. $15 I wanted back. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, fuck these people. I'm like, uh-huh. maybe because I'm blessed with so many people. But <laughs> I'd be like, or because I hate people. One of the two. I'm going to try to go with the first one to make me sound like a better person. So... It helps me sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that like kind of an amazing social experiment? Kind of. That, that it worked out that way. Right. That like people's loneliness is that powerful that they'll stay out. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's interesting because like 
that didn't piss him off, but you know no. those all three of those people probably got pissed off for like the littlest shit. Like yeah. an expired coupon <laughs> at Target. You know, it's like it yeah. says it right there, you fuck face. Like you know, I don't know. Like you know I, know I mean? don't know much but yeah, yeah, like You know they had you know that because ev- everybody's had that where they yeah. kind of like got pissed over nothing. And, and like how much of it is almost like Stockholm Syndrome where you spend enough time in this situation where you start to just relate to it and it becomes your norm and you, right? you like sympathize with these people and like they all liked him. They're like, yeah, you know, we're all friends now. And, <laughs> and yeah, then you have the, the little tag at the end about the pee. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> and you can just tell that He's not, he had no idea it was going to go that way in that conversation. He was just bring. he's like, this was a weird thing that this other guy mentioned. I'm just going to bring it up here to get this guy's reaction. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, drink, you drink my grandson's pee. <laughs> that's, I guess that's a cultural thing for some cultures, or like going way back, that like drinking the pee of the youth will, <laughs> but... See, that's I. I got a little a little fucking thing for my arsenal because I've always said like, yeah, okay, because like people get so sensitive about making fun of people's cultures. Yeah, I'm like I don't give a shit what your culture is. Sometimes your culture's stupid. <laughs> like, that's one where it's like, all right, there's one right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I mean, I think, and, and like my main argument <laughs> is like, dude, there's stuff in American culture that I think is fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Kardashians, yeah. Well, when like you give you give people a slight mulligan in the past, right? Yeah. Where if you're like, all right, maybe a hundred years ago, people didn't know this stuff. Maybe they thought, yeah, that was a miracle cure, grandson's pee, whatever. Yeah. By the time, by now, <laughs> you know, I feel like we can start to weed some of those ideas out. <laughs> That's maybe for biblical times, like, <laughs> right? Right. Like. Fucking 1500s, we should have yeah. had that one. At one point, we should have convened and gone, all right. Let's this, stop drinking this, each other's piss. This drinking piss for medicine. Is there any time it's really worked? Like, no, no. Let, let's throw that out. Like, Frank <laughs> Frank was actually fine, and then he drank piss for no reason, and then he died. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, fucking, you know, maybe there's something, maybe there's not as much here as we thought. Yeah, but like... Oh, like, like his grandson's pee? Yeah, because he's under five. How is that? <laughs> like, it's a fucking fine wine or something? Just yeah. the exact opposite? Well, I love how casually he's like, yeah, after five, this is no good. Before five. <laughs> I, I just love that people can say the craziest <laughs> shit straight-faced. I'm and surprised like, he signed off on that. It's like, yeah. yeah, you might think that's acceptable, but the DA don't. <laughs> like... Yeah. like <laughs> you know well, I, mean? I just love the way that, like, again, Nathan Fielder is so good in the show at keeping a straight face. But even he at this point is There's like, no way. What, you drank your son, five-year-old son's yeah, pee. Yeah. Oh my god! And not that he's recommending it. <laughs> yeah, so you try it. Oh, yeah, here's chicken. Well, well, like, ask your grandparents. <laughs> as if like, oh yeah, all grandparents are like, oh yeah, drink the pee of the youth. It's good for you. <laughs> Crazy stuff. So, what was your verdict? Like, is this a show that you would watch more of? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me very much of that show. It was kind of. It was very. Uh, very, yeah, you mentioned review. Very, very Tosh point oh, Very. Uh, you know. Yeah. Kinda, like kind of. I mean, his own spin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but it's a very different show. Who but like that show? Yeah, interacting yeah. with. Like, if somebody was people. like, "I like Tosh point oh, I would recommend that show. Yeah, that's interesting because like they're all, I, this show like is really mixed on people. Yeah. Like there, a lot of people just love it, and then there are other people who you show it to, and they're like, "This is just too uncomfortable." Like, yeah. well, that, that's dry humor. Too. Yeah, yeah. Because like I love Stephen Wright, uh huh. But like to really recommend him, yeah, like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I have to like I'd I'd probably recommend him to you. Yeah, yeah. But there's not too many people, other people that I can really think of off the top of my head that I would really recommend Stephen Wright. Right. You know, because he is just so dry. And yeah. So 
but his jokes are just fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Or like Anthony Jeselnik's another one, mm-hmm. like his because he has very set up punchlines, but he's like the worst human being on the face of the planet. Right. So like. Yeah. Like. Well, he, he, yeah, he's almost like a shot comic, sort of. Not totally though. Like he, yeah. he has a much like shot to- comic is usually kind of a derogatory term, and like he is. He's above that. Like he has a lot it, more. It's he's an interesting character to me, because mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of like the comedy classes I've taken and stuff, and a lot of the comedy books I've read is that like the audience has to like you, and the audience, yeah, yeah. That audience has to be on your side, mm-hmm. and like no, that's, yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's Jeselnik. I don't think that's totally true. I mean, I it's mean, an easier way to get started for sure. Sure, great, but uh, you know, rules are meant to be broken or can be broken. Any rule mm-hmm. can be broken. But like, and that's what why he's intriguing to me because yeah, he's, he's the worst human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. Or at least his, his, his character. Character, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Grant. Who knows? That might be him. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I I think that's true of a lot of them though. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't think most most people to tell the like horrible jokes that they tell. Like, they have to have some awareness of how terrible that is to say fair and, enough like it, it not not like then there there are other people who are you know more like political and their stuff where like they say some pretty awful things and believe it but like then it's different like what they're actually poking fun at is a different target like maybe like some like yeah like jesselnick or tosh like a lot of their jokes are aimed at like discomfort and then subverting what they said themselves or like mm. or like their character being just completely awful. <laughs> like you're laughing at them and not like agreeing with what they're saying necessarily. Mm. But I don't know. That's my take. <laughs> but I'm not a stand up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sh- check him out. Um, yeah. I don't know. Have you heard Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Cuz like he, yeah, his his shit is brutal. Yeah. His shit is brutal. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, but it, but it's very set up and punchline. Yeah, it's not like telling a story like Jim Jeffries. Right, right. Because uh, Jim Jeffries is brutal too, but it can be. But yeah, it, he he's he's great. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking great. But Je- uh, Jeffries is like he's brutal to like. The only times I really think, well, I'm like, oh shit, that's kind of fucked up to say. Everything else is like kind of spot on and cool, mm-hmm. and like he's like he makes really good points. Usually, it's when he's talking about religion and uh, fucking women. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like his, like his misogynist jokes are fucking they're fucking hilarious, but they're fucking horrible. <laughs> right. And right. I was like, does he truly mean that? Like I don't know. Yeah, it, it, with Jim Jeffries. Yeah, yeah. Because then it then it does get like yeah. I think. I think that's a place where it's like, okay, some of this is probably coming from a dark part of him, or things yeah. that, even if he doesn't believe on, like, a conscious <laughs> level, like, he kind of feels that way sometimes. Like, Because uh, he's not the kind of comic who just, like, makes shit up for a character to be outrageous. Uh, like, he is, he's usually sharing his opinion on stuff. Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, like, what's the joke he's talking about, uh... Oh, women only make 77% of what a man makes in the workforce, even for the same job. And I know you're thinking, that is fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Women getting paid so much. And <laughs> Well, that's that's just a joke on yeah. expectations. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... But, <laughs> but he, he was like, fucking, I hate women. Women hate me. <laughs> oh, man. But it, yeah, his a uh, his a uh, gun, uh, the one you showed me about uh, yeah. gun control. It, it's like a fifteen minute bit that's really good. And mm-hmm. I I was talking with a uh, uh, Michael Stevens uh, just, and, and he's much more of like a pro gun guy. Mm-hmm. Like he he just really likes guns. Uh, and yeah. like we we talked about some of that stuff, or you know, kind of a back and forth, uh, like our opinions on like gun control and all that, and. It, you know, like 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 we're we're good friends, so we can have rational discussion. Sure. Like like we can. We're even if we disagree, yeah. we can do it without like hating each other. Exactly. <laughs> so like, because we, we actually think. Right. So like <laughs> you know. we talked about all that, and I mentioned that bit, and I sent it to him, and like even him, who's like kind of on the other end of it, is like this is hilarious. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's a really good, really good bit, and like yeah. most comedy should be able to transcend. Like even if you disagree, it's it's funny. It's yeah. like well written and. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's one of my favorite bits ever. Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, I guess I'll, w- without too elaborate, gun control is one of the few that I'm, like, kind of torn between. Yeah. 
that's one of the few like I still haven't really quite gra- figured it out. Uh huh. Because I don't trust the government at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust them at all. I'm one of those fuckers. Uh huh. I am. You're. Um, if you had m- more money, you'd have your little bunker and all your. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I don't trust. You the get government. that guy. I don't trust the government or cops at all. Uh huh. <laughs> and like so, I'm like fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and uh, yeah. So, but then, but then I'm like, yeah, but we need to stop selling guns to fucking crazy people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. I, I feel like there's a decent middle ground in that argument. Yeah. That, like, like, a lot of people with gun control are fairly lenient on all that, or they'll be like, well, I don't want assault weapons out there, and, like, I want background checks, or, like, sanity checks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think most people can get behind that. Like, it, it's where you start to be like, well you know, semi-automatic weapons, you shouldn't have that, or you shouldn't... Or where it gets a little sketchy, and then you get, like, the really hardcore people who are like, uh, you can't... You can't have any, like, uh... Or, or people are like, well, you don't want guns in public, but you right. need to be able to defend yourself everywhere you go. Yeah, well, it's like, like, well, who do you think you are? Right. <laughs> like, how often are people just shooting up? Right. Which, I mean, in an all fairness, like, I'm totally down for concealing and carry, but you gotta earn it. Yeah, you yeah. I'm not. It. I'm not a big fan of concealed and carry, but I. I get if you. Where you come if from. I. I think if you earn it. Yeah. Then fine. Like yeah. if you've been properly trained, you've had background checks out the ass, mm-hmm. mental, whatever, whatever tests, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Then fine. Yeah. Cool. If it makes you feel safer and you're not a total fucking nutbag. But then, like, in Kansas, mm-hmm. pretty much all you need is a face to carry a gun in public. Yeah, you don't need any license anymore. <laughs> yeah. You can just open carry. Yeah. It's the Wild West, man. That's stupid. <laughs> it's incredibly That's fucking stupid. fucking dumb. Like, concealed carry, I I guess to me it's just like, well, like, I don't know how you can totally weed out people, like, like criminals and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, you could say, like, oh, no background check, but everybody has a start. Everybody gets started in crime. And, and like within within that too, like, like, like if you do allow for a concealed carry, or if that's like the state law, uh, what do you feel about like private uh, businesses? Like, should if you have your own business or your own place, can you outlaw guns within your store? Yeah, yeah, I think you should be able yeah. to. Like, I think as a business owner, you should be able sure. to make that decision. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like others will be like, no. That doesn't work, cause then, and like really, if that's the case, then if you're allowing businesses to decide whether they want firearms allowed or not, but like the state law is conceal and carry, how do you know if people walking in your store have guns anyway? And like, can you regulate it then? Oh, what was that again? I'm sorry. Like, um, if conceal carry is the law, like yeah. people can get gun or get a license to carry a weapon and conceal it, uh, but then like a store uh, doesn't want that. How do if the state laws that they can do it? Uh, so outside that store they can carry it. How do you know if people are carrying guns into your store? That's fair. But but yeah, like I, I think it's a more complicated matter than a lot of people. Yeah. But like most people are either like, or like you want to take all our guns away, right? Or, or like we need to get rid of crime, and if we get rid of the guns, then crime is gone. And, right. And like there's people argue back and forth and not even really talk about the same thing, like uh, like pro gun control people will be it will be like we have to get you know these guns out of the hands of crazy people who do massacres and then the anti-gun people will be like well it, just because you ban guns doesn't mean criminals won't get guns they'll always get guns it's like well there's a big difference between like you know somebody loses it and like goes postal or like kill, shoots up a place and somebody who like is into armed robbery or that's what they do like there's a totally different motives and like like gang crime is totally different than any of those like yeah. uh, you, gun control probably wouldn't change like you know organized crime or anything because those people will get guns but it would but, it but would prevent crazy people from getting guns and that's the thing too and you gotta think of the mentality of the certain type of criminal yeah the criminal that's like getting guns on the black market they want an unregistered gun so they can get away with the fucking shit so yeah, that's not gonna. Yeah, gun control ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, yeah. But like the other fucking crazy people. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Like yeah. they don't want to get away with it at all. They want to make the statement. Yeah. And like usually they get the gun legally. Yeah. Oh, oh almost not, always. Yeah, about ninety percent. It's not 90. that hard to get a gun. No. Yeah. 
And that that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you want to put up barriers for those people, and, like, you want to do more to stop, like, crime, but, like, yeah, realistically, criminals are going to be able to get guns, or at least, like, at a certain level. Like, your low-level crime guy, it's a little harder. Mm-hmm. If, like, gun control is a thing. But again, like, if the person doesn't have a record, then you don't know. And, like, like if they've only got, like, a certain amount of money in their name, it's like, well, I can buy a gun, and then that's a great source of income <laughs> if I can knock over some stores. I don't know. I, I do. I just think it's a more complicated issue than anybody, like, gives it credit. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. I think so, too. And that's why I love that that bit. bit. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> but... Anyway, we got we were way off topic now, right? But that's all right. Good discussion. Sure. Uh, so Nathan, for you, you'd watch more. I, I'd watch more Sons of Anarchy, but I'd need time, because like, you got seven seasons of hour long shows. It's a while to get through. Nathan, for you, well, just two seasons, half hour. They're only forty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On without commercials, and Nathan, for you, you have to deal with commercials because it's not on Amazon anymore. It's on Hulu, and Hulu makes you watch. Commercials. What a bunch of pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. I know. Do they at least play the first episodes now? Of, uh, for, on, on Hulu? Hulu? I don't know. Like, w- without Hulu Plus? Yeah. I don't know. Could, uh, some know, shows... Like, even with Hulu Plus, like, I remember, like, like, there's a couple, like, there was that Dracula show with Jonathan Reese Myers. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to be horrible. Yeah, but, like, I wanted to at least check it out because I love Dracula. Yeah. Know, I wanted to at least give it a shot. But, like, they started on episode three... Then, <laughs> and then like fucking... why would you do that exactly like, it makes no sense exactly I don't, I don't think anything about Hulu's business model makes sense yeah. I think if if they're gonna give free episodes of a show they should give but this give... is on Hulu Plus yeah yeah oh even on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well and sometimes the first three are of, like I just heard this from uh, uh, Brandon Niffen like the other day where he he was trying to watch I think Mr. Robot and like you could watch three episodes on the computer, but not on, like, a streaming system. Like, they have all these stupid rules in place that mess everything up. Anyway, it looks like uh, Nathan For You does have the first episode, but it's plus only. No, it's not free. Oh. Yeah. So it's got the whole thing, but, yeah. Well, fuck Hulu. I know. It was on Amazon Prime before. It was better there. Well, I don't have that either. Yeah. Well, then you're (laughs) you're just fucked either way. I guess so. (laughs) Anyway... Um, I think that's it for this week. Uh, we, we did what we intended to do, <laughs> had a little bit more discussion. Hope everybody enjoyed, Yay. and uh, we'll catch you, well, I guess <laughs> next week, right? We are going to do one next week. Yeah. Uh, uh, the how, next what? next couple weeks, we might not. We might, might record one ahead of time and put one up, but uh, I'm going to be out of town one week. You're going to be out of town the next week. It's going to be tough. Yeah, we got all lives. Yeah, we so live, we gotta live our lives. So next week, definitely. Uh, two weeks after that, uh, a little more questionable. Right, but uh, yeah. Thanks for listening.